0: you're listening to the nintendo powercast i'm your host n64 josh and this is your nintendo news minute for june 1st on this day in nintendo history this is an important one and so important in fact i have a whole other episode dedicated just to this first one all right the color tv game series was released in 1977 in japan the series of five dedicated Home Video Game Consoles was developed by Nintendo R&D2. Nintendo sold 3 million units of the first 4 models, 1 million of each. For the first two models color tv game six and 15 and half a million units of each of the next two models block breaker and racing 112 the color tv game series was the highest sales figures of all the first generation video game consoles so we're going to dig into the the meat and potatoes of this in an entirely other episode or in in, in a whole different episode but so cool the backstory of this i cannot wait to share it with you guys there's there's a ton of cool nintendo history here and it really really helped catapult them into the gaming market Um, other notable releases mario brothers was released 1983 for the arcade in japan in this platform a game developed by nintendo r d1 control mario or luigi Uh, in order to punch the enemies coming out from the pipes from below to turn them over and then defeat them. In the two-player mode, both players can choose to work together or work against each other and enjoy the game in a myriad of ways. Um, Uniracers also released uh for the super nintendo entertainment system in 1994 and what's interesting i'm going to scroll down so i'm over on i'm over on the nintendo subreddit and one of the comments talks about uniracers here which i think is pretty cool it says uniracers was a nice game but it was a huge corporate casualty in short pixar yes that pixar sued the game developers for copyright infringements because they thought that the sentient unicycles were too similar to red also a senient unicycle and character from one of the animated shorts red stream pixar won that lawsuit over the animation uh, uh over how the animation was too similar uh when dma dma design now rockstar yes that rockstar likely used as inspiration so pretty interesting that uh you know there's there's ties to 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 Rockstar with this game and Pixar even and and the lawsuit that happened so 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 many cool things in the uh, i mean and not so cool things right but just interesting tidbits throughout the history of Nintendo Dr. Mario was released in 1998 for the Super Famicom in Japan. Uh, Picross NP Volume 2 was released in 1999 for the Super Famicom in Japan. And Picross Volume uh, 8 was released in 2000 for the Super Famicom in Japan. So June 1st, a very busy day for Nintendo history. But let's jump into some Nintendo news, shall we? The Nintendo download for June 1st. Some, uh, they've got some, we've got some good games coming out here. First up, we got uh, we got Atrian Odyssey. Atrian Odyssey, I think I said it right. You guys tweet at me if I didn't add N64, Josh. Okay, let me know. Um, Origins Collection is from Sega. It says, Dive back into the sprawling labyrinth with a blank map as your only guide in this collection of the first three Atrian Odyssey games, remastered in HD. By drawing the map as you explore, you can progress even further where vicious monsters and treasures await. 24 newly drawn character illustrations are included. Adrian Odyssey Origins Collection launches today. Each game in the collection is also available separately in the Nintendo eShop. If you're a baseball fan, Super Mega Baseball 4, this one's still going strong, from Electronic Arts. It says the series' signature combination of arcade-inspired style and immersive gameplay depth returns with more than 2,000 baseball, I'm sorry, 200 baseball legends, six new stadiums, and a grand slam of presentation upgrades. Step up to the plate and swing for the fences with some of the best players in baseball history. Super Mega Baseball 4 will be available on June 2nd. Last up for the highlights, we've got Loop Eight: Summer of Gods. Okay, it says your choices shape the world in the coming of age RPG set in the 1980s rural Japan. Step into the life of Ninny, a newly earthbound teen who arrives in the quaint Japanese town of Ishihara in August 1983. Ninny and his allies become stuck in a loop and must relive the eighth month over and over until they get it right, or the key guy. Will overcome them entirely. Use any special connection to the god to the gods to reset the world to help aid you in your quest. Explore the town, befriend its people, and face off against Kigai in turn-based battles where the outcomes depend on the relationships you've built and the decisions you've made. With one month until the world ends, how will you spend each day? Loop Eight: Summer of the Gods will be available on June sixth. There are a handful of other new releases: Seven Horizons, uh, uh, Airy, The Lost Hero, Arcade Archives, Rolling Thunder Two, uh, Baby Phone Three in One for Kids Puzzle, Animal Funny Parent Coloring. Interesting. Uh, here's one that caught my attention, and I've seen some of their I've seen some of their emails come through. Best Forklift Operator, and uh, it's it's 1999. It dropped on the 25th. It says, best forklift operators unique game about driving a forklift. And I hear there's something good about being forklift certified, especially on your Tinder profiles. I'm not sure. Um, a vehicle with without which world trade and logistics would stop. Here, you can experience the challenges of a forklift operator. The game features a combination of faithful simulation and entertainment that forklift fans have been waiting for a long time. This is evidenced by the arcade mode where you can express yourself by making a big mess in a warehouse and best of all instead of punishment you get rewarded for it take the training and show you are ready for the challenges complete the tasks precisely earn money and become the king of the warehouse yards loading and unloading just be careful not to damage your equipment or products if this happens your wallet will quickly become empty so, best forklift operators out now on the eShop. If you pick that one up, let me know. I may reach out to them and get a get a review copy of this one just to uh, just to check it out and let you guys know what I think. Uh, Boxville's also uh, out today. Brain shows coming out the seventh. Constellations is May thirty first. Um, D Incarnation is uh, May thirty first. It's out. It's already out. Dreamy Trail, Gyro Gunner, Hidden Bunny, Horse Club Adventures. That's one for Hate Zero. Uh, Japanese. Uh Nekosama Escape the Sweet Shop. Johnny Trigger Sniper. It's a 4 99 game comes out tomorrow. Killer Frequency is uh from Team 17. The year is 1987, and as the clock strikes Midnight, a small town in Gallows Creek, USA, Big City Radio DJ Forrest Nash is live on the air in what will turn out to be the graveyard shift of a lifetime. In this horror comedy, you must solve puzzles to save callers from being hunted down by the mysterious killer. Where every call is life and death, you can save the inhabitants. Um, can you save the inhabitants of Gallows Creek? So there you go. Killer frequency. Um, and there's a there is a bunch more. You guys, I'm not going to go through all of them because it is extensive. But head on over to NintendoLife.com If you want to see the uh, the the download of uh, for for June 1st, there is one more. As I scrolled up, I want to see if uh, here we go. So Raiden three cross Mikado Maniacs. This is from NIS America. It's going to be out on the 6th. This one has my attention. Soar Sky High and Raiden 3 cross uh, Mikado Maniacs, an electrifying entry in the, arcade, uh, in the classic arcade shoot-em-up series. Customize your music, wallpapers, game mode. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. and more before launching into high octane aerial action strap in and take off as Raiden 3 cross makado maniac soars onto the scene this enhanced version of Raiden 3 brings the action to nintendo switch complete with a fresh high resolution coat of paint choose your game mode wallpaper background music and more before setting your sights on the world rankings it's coming in at 29.99 but i'm gonna keep that one on my radar because i am a fan of uh of Raiden, that is that is for sure. So um, moving on over to news.com. this is interesting. Prosecutors of Yuji Naka demand two and a half years in prison and 1.2 million in fines. And this isn't... Uh, this one kind of shocked me when I came, when I, when I was scrolling the news today and was like, wait a minute, what is, what is happening here? Well, apparently um, I'm going to read you the update from the article. It says immediately after pu- publishing, I updated both the headline and the article as the original source floating around the web implied that Mr. Naka had actually been sentenced. He has not been sentenced. The final verdict for Mr. Naka will come on July 7th. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very curious at this point, like what, what is going on here? Well, here we go. Prosecutors of the former Sonic the Hedgehog co-creator Yuji Naka have stated that he should serve two and a half years in jail for insider trading while working at Square Enix. That's not all; as the famed video game developer has also uh, has also told to expect to pay over one point two million in fines by the prosecution. Um, Yuji Naka purchased. million yen of square enix stock while working at the company as he knew they were planning to release final fantasy i believe it's uh, 12 the first soldier and before it might be seven though the first soldier before it was officially announced uh knowing that the stock would surge on this the final results of the trial were made will, will be made known on july 7th and there's a tweet saying Prosecutors for Yuji Naka Insider Trading Trial have demanded a prison sentence of two, uh, two years and six months and fines up to $1.2 million um, USD. His defense will try to reduce the fine and sentence. Final decision will be made July 7th. So very, very, very interesting to see, to see something like this, but, uh, and not something I was, ex- I was expecting to see at all. But here we are so we'll have to stay tuned for J- to july 7th to see what uh, what actually becomes of this and uh and and getting caught for for inside insider trading not not something you want to not something you want to mess with so um moving on over the japanese charts we're over at nintendolife.com nintendo cleans up as nintendo as zelda continues to dominate they have a funny little uh, little little subheading here. It says ranking in the Nintendo. And uh here we go, jumping into the charts. The, the charts, the Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. 184,482 units have moved, looking like a for a total in Japan of a one point basically 1.5 million um so far. You guys are gonna believe what number two is, or you know what? maybe you are it's mario kart 8 deluxe moving another 8000 units bringing it up to a total of five point five 5.3 million in japan uh busta fellow's season 2 uh is at number 3 with 7514 units which from from what i from what i'm understanding here i believe all of this is these are all nintendo games This is all for games that are on the the Nintendo Switch. Um, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild jumped up to number four in Japan at 6,385 units. Minecraft at number five. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet at number six. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate still selling well at almost 5,000. Splatoon 3, 4,800. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Uh, at about 4400 almost 4500 and Nintendo Switch Sports at about uh, 3300 3400 units units sold crazy crazy there's uh, Zelda's pushing Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom pushing Breath of the Wild which is which is incredible but Mario Kart could you guys Could you guys just all hurry up and purchase Mario Kart so that we can we just have a one to one attach rate with all the switches and then we no longer have to see this in the charts. They can realize they've sold all they can sell and we can get to Mario Kart 9. Okay, (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready for Mario Kart 9. That's all I'm going to say about that. Cool to see Smash Bros back up there. I really hope Nintendo does not forget about that game's existence and tweaks the online, gives us some DLC. It would be fantastic. Taking a look at the uh, the hardware chart, the Switch OLED model um, sold about 70,000 units, PS5 about 32,000, the regular Switch almost 10,000, Switch Lite about seven, um, PS5 digital edition about 5,000, PlayStation 4 966, the Series S 126, and the Series X 115, and the DS sold 26 units, you guys. 26 units were moved, so you know, there you go. Nintendo's still just dominating, dominating the charts right now. And uh, um, from the looks of things, yes, that was final fantasy seven. Um, I was just making sure I got my Roman numerals correct from that last story there. So last up Ubisoft live announced for June 12th. Okay, here we go. It says Ubisoft has announced that it will host the Ubisoft forward live event On June 12th, 2023, the company will be providing fans with updates on projects it has in development, and there's a good chance we'll be hearing about Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope DLC. We know that the event will be happening in Los Angeles, but further information is not yet available. So... Moving, moving on to their statement here that it says E3 has fostered unforgettable moments across the gaming industry throughout the years. And while we initially, let's see, this is okay. Well, initially we, we intended to have an official E3 presence. We've made the subsequent decision to move in a different direction and we'll be holding a Ubisoft forward uh, live event on the 12th of June in Los Angeles. We look forward to sharing more details with our players very soon. What do you think? What, like, let me know in the comment section, guys, or in Discord. What do you think? Maybe tweet at me. What do you think we're going to see from, uh, from Ubisoft? Do you think there's a, there's a chance for a, uh, a new Nintendo game? We talked about yesterday multiple times the, the possibility of uh, the, 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 it's promising that third parties are going to be making a strong showing for the Switch the, the remainder of this year. Is Ubisoft on that lineup? Yes, some DLC, but could there be more? Could there be a Star Fox game on the horizon since they did Star Link? Is there a chance? I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm I'm really hopeful. I would love to see Ubisoft tackle another Nintendo IP or continue on with Star Fox and uh some more th- the DLC for Sparks of Hope. I'm here for it. That might be all we see from them, but you never know. There may be uh there may, there may be more in the works. And I honestly hope there is, and it wouldn't even have to be a Nintendo IP. I would just love to see Ubi do something exclusive for the switch that really, uh, you know, kind of really knocks our socks off. There's, there's a ton of talent there back in 2016, Ubisoft kind of wind and dined me and the, the crew I was working with at that time. And uh, we were doing a, we were doing a Siege the show, which was a Rainbow Six Siege podcast. And they brought us in. They gave us the VIP treatment with meals. Uh, one of the really really high ups was talking with me. I didn't know who he was. He was asking me what I thought about the games. I was I was I was polite but very straightforward with with what I thought of. I think at the time it was the the division and uh, uh, was that Ghost Recon. And I said, you know, I I gave honest feedback. The the guy went and got me a beer, came back, uh, finished the conversation. And I went back to my crew and they were like, do you have any idea who you were just talking to? I was like, I don't, I don't. And they were like, that's like the president of one of the divisions. And I was like, what? That's wild. You know, I had no clue, but just super cool guy, very down to earth. And just the the devs that were there were fantastic one of the guys this is actually kind of funny one of the guys that was working on um far cry rise of the blood dragon right and they ended up doing a trials game also that was the that was blood like blood dragon themed as i was walking into the event just picked me up picked me up like And you guys have seen him on different events. He's the dev that has like the real long beard and he's really stocky. He's as, he's as tall as he is wide. And, uh, he picked me up so low. Like he grabbed my knees and just brought me like, like right up to his shoulders. And I was like, I almost fell. Like I, (laughs) I almost fell. And I was not a light boy at that time. Like I was, I was pretty overweight. So just fun memories thinking about uh, looking back at the Ubisoft events and uh, I'm hopeful that we're going to get some fun games from this one as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really, really appreciate you and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now.